Hello everyone and welcome back to the cooldown room. I'm joined with Neil today. Hi, I'm Neil guys. <laughs> welcome back to Cooldown Room. Yes, welcome back. Neil Neil the legend himself. Um Yeah, the real Neil Basser Racing is in the building. Yeah, you're so right. I'm trying to be the real one. Official. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it is currently the three week break between Baku and Australia. Yeah. And it's a long, it's a long break. It I is a long break. Piano. I think it would have been um Shanghai this this past oh, weekend. That does um, make sense, yeah. And that's why we've had the gap. Um so as F1 Sweet fans, you know, we've kind of suffered through it. We've we've kind of sat, we've we've craved racing. Um I went to the Silverstone Museum on Friday just because I was like I was getting like withdrawal. I was like, mm, yeah, F1. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you had gone actually. Yeah, no, I thought well, your studio and I was like, damn, why is she here again? <laughs> they had a scale X trick up um for like Ooh. the Easter holiday and I think they were taking it out after Easter so I thought well I really want to try that so I, I went and I good. tried that I was so gutted was right because the day mm. after like literally the day after I was there George Russell was there like right. going around the track be and fair, stuff to be fair that, that one time we went in 2021 uh Sam Ryder was there and he he didn't come out and we didn't see him I know devastation that, that, that is the worst moment of all time Easy. yeah <laughs> I love that you're just walking around. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this, this thing. I'm doing racing things, racing driver things, or more importantly, racing driver uh, content creator. I'm doing content yes. creator things. So, um, so which those... is messing around with GoPro schools. So those who are listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, they have some great content to watch while I do yes. this. <laughs> while it's, I do this, podcast. it's like uh, we were saying earlier. It's like on TikTok when you're when you're like just scrolling your feed, yeah, and then there's yeah, like a yeah. clip from like a cartoon family like um, guy family guy and then yes um and for those of you listening on audio platforms we love you and if neil does anything <laughs> of interest i will describe it yes <laughs> you are those... you are the backbone of society uh, yeah having productive lives while doing things and listening yeah. to your podcast you are a real one you are Always a real one imagine the vibes of that though like I, I i don't really i tend to sit down and like i don't know watch I'm I'm more of a watcher, but the people that listen, like the vibes, must be immaculate. I can yeah, just they're, imagine. They're pretty it. good. They're pretty good, and uh, I I do both. Definitely it depends on which podcast it is. Some I prefer to like watch it because I want to like really like listen. And other ones, it's just like yeah, they're talking about something I vaguely yeah. know about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I every feel now like and then you... I'll hear a joke out of the corner of my ear, and then I'll I'll laugh a little bit. But otherwise, it's just I can't stand the sound of my own thoughts, so I just have to have something <laughs> on. You know, and that podcasts don't pick up as much mobile data as YouTube videos do. Fair enough. See, I'm more of a listen to music while I'm doing things person. Yeah, that's reasonable. I I, I don't know why I don't listen to music more of. I should like I it, it, the same thing applies to me. I just don't listen to it for some reason. I was about to say like, oh, you know, if you can drop a comment of what type of um, podcast listener you are, but then I was like, hmm, that's not going to work because basically on every platform where you can comment, it's just going to be filled with people who have come from that platform. Yeah. <laughs> so like all the YouTube comments would be like, yeah, I watch the podcast. You know that that happens so often in YouTube polls, and it annoys me so much because there it's always some stupid stuff like which is the best app. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and obviously everyone is gonna say YouTube because they're on YouTube, man. Like what? Like what? Obviously everyone is a YouTube user. Yeah. This is sampling bias. This is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Oh wow. This would not fly in the scientific community. This would not fly at all. So I I have actually been watching some racing. Um, like yes, since during um, the break, and you joined me for some of it. We've been watching yes, GB3. 
Which yeah, is not like, the whole. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched I like did. some of it. It's you actually really it. good. I I actually recommend it. Um, and I was recently at GB3's Media Day at Donington Park. I was invited. It was really exciting. Okay. Um, so I kind of thought, yeah, you know what? I'll go along. I'll find out what it's all about because I hadn't watched it until then. Um, and I actually loved it. Like it's it's very similar vibes to Formula Two and Formula Three. A little bit lower down, obviously, and very like. British specific, I think it's it's less Very international. <laughs> well, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Obviously, the driving standard. You know isn't... what I found out? You know what I found out yesterday? What? British F4 is still a thing. GB4 and British F4 are two independently running like no. active championships. Yeah. Really? Yes. I thought they yeah. rebranded. No, I was sure I thought, they rebranded. I thought so as well, but at British F4 is a verified and active Instagram account, as is GB4 Championship. What? Which is insane to me. Oh my like, goodness. That's crazy. Like, the UK is so clouded. They have two actively running Formula 4 championships. Well, me that's on my crazy. way to watch that. Oh, that's another thing, actually. So you said Formula 4. It made me think of Formula Ford right? Yes. Have I got that one right? Relevant. So when I was at Silverstone... Segway Masterclass. Segway Masterclass, indeed. So when I was at Silverstone on Friday, um, I actually... They have, like, a little bit where you can go onto the track and look out at, like, the Luffield, Brooklyn's kind of area. And it, um, I saw some cars going around. They were single-seaters. I didn't recognize which series it was. I didn't... Re- we asked, and they just said, like, oh, there's a lot of things on today. Um, they didn't yeah, really know. Because all these club racing mates, it's like, they'll have uh, it, it was like BRSCC, right, on that day. So it was like they'll have Mazdas, they'll have Minis, they'll have Fiestas, all in separate races. They'll the have like Fiestas was so they'll fun. They'll have another. One of my uh, uni friends, uh, friends, acquaintances, I've spoken to her like one time. Uh, she's racing in the Fiestas. Oh, cool. Uh, and I think she got P3 overall or something like that. I can't remember. Wow. Um, well, yeah, we were watching yeah, the Fiestas. This one guy went sideways. It was really Whoa. quite the spectacle. He was Can't like, he was, sideways. yeah, no, he was just... absolutely like drifting it around the corners. <laughs> absolutely bombing it around Silverstone in his Fiesta. It was great fun. <laughs> Me and my that uncle were there watching it. Like, oh, go on. Um, and then yeah, that, that's Lucas Blakely was there. Wasn't yes, it? that's what I was going to go on to. So after that, the Formula Fords came out, and I didn't realize till the day after when I was at home that actually I'd seen Lucas Blakely out on track, and I got a video with him driving past. And I didn't know it was him. Um, so that's really cool because I really like Lucas Blakely. Um, what what year was it we started following him? Well, when I started following him in East. Um, twenty twenty. Yeah. Actually, no, no. It would have been twenty one for you. Twenty one. Yeah. For, you. Yeah, for, for me, I started in twenty, like early twenty twenty. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I started, I, I discovered the Lucas Blakely lifestyle uh, during the him. start of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Because and I and I liked him because he was the only uh, F one esports driver who was using cockpit cam, and he has converted to the dark side since then, unfortunately. But still, I, no. I, I ride out for Lucas Blakely. He's the goat. The goat <laughs> of all time. Yeah. So. Neil was introducing me to Lucas Blakely when we watched the esports series together in 2021 and I was kind of I didn't really know who to root for so Neil was like oh Lucas Blakely is really good um well I kind of did know who to root for like I knew a few from previous years yeah Um, and and some of them were F1 Twitter merchants both in the positive and negative direction Marcel Kiefer had done Twitch streams with Alex Albon so I already knew who that was so I kind of just rooted for him and and Um, Simon Weigang was like a serial fighter with 14 year olds on Twitter so (laughs) he knew of him as well (laughs) I kind of I don't think I maybe 
I think I knew Maybe. of him afterwards. I think I knew of him afterwards. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I did not know of him as the as the fourteen year old fighter, but it is an it is a funny addition <laughs> to his character in my mind. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Currently, what I'm doing is trying to stick a GoPro to the chin bar of my helmet. I have mm-hmm. this strap. Uh, which can be used to uh, like strap it on, as you might imagine. But uh, because it's a strap, right? It's something you have to tighten down manually, and it it won't be like as rigid as something which is stuck on. So I'm planning to try and stick on one of these like um, base plates, so that the GoPro can be on my chin like that with and consistently. So like I don't have to worry about like oh is it was it on the right angle? Oh my god, will it fall down? Oh my god, like all of that. Um, the the downside is that it damages the paint, but Ideally, I can just put it there and leave it there forever. And so I don't need to pull the sticker back off again and see the paint being ripped off underneath. The trouble is, though, because I'm a budget racing driver. I'm not I'm not full-fledged, full big money, big cash racing driver. I'm not using these big boy helmets, like the like actual car or karting helmets, which are like a Rybel Steel or whatever. I'm using an Axor Apex, which is a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> um, so the thing with motorcycle helmets, uh, they in uh, car helmets, the bottom part of it, the chin bar, is pretty round because it just needs to be like easy to put on. Uh, but there's not much uh, airflow going on there because in F1, for example, F1 or of open wheelers, let's say, because open wheelers, are, your head is like in the air, right? Um, the bottom half of your head is not in there, so you don't need to make that particularly error. Um, as compared to in on a, on a motorcycle, you're entirely out in the air, right? So the the front is a lot more aggressively aero, so it's like a V shape rather than a shape let's say um so finding a way to stick a slightly curved or even flat base plate on that is proving a little bit difficult so what i'm currently trying to do is um the, it comes with 3m vhb tape which is the strong tape uh, which is a bit squishy right so i'm planning to squish it on really hard and then put on uh, I, I, but instead of doing it normally i'm gonna put two layers and cut one of the layers in half so that it'll be like thicker on the edges and so there'll be a space for the V to slot into. This is 9 million IQ stuff here. So if you are a, v- a video watcher, you truly have some scintillating content to look at while I talk in this podcast. But yes, <laughs> that is, that cool. is what I'm doing. Cool. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've understood maybe half of that, but I'm sure That's our viewers and listeners will get most. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the camera goes. Yeah, well, the, the thing, thing is, I was showing it to the recording camera rather than the Google Meet uh, camera. So you, I don't think you saw much of what, what I was showing. But That's okay. Good. That's, That's okay. We could feel the passion and excitement. The viewers, the viewers saw it and the listeners felt the passion. And you yeah. were one of the listeners. Too. I was one of the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's motorsport like in India? It's interesting, uh, and I don't necessarily mean that in a good way. Um, the the thing about uh, motorsport abroad, right, especially in like Europe and America, the th- there's a lot of different categories, right? And as a result, there are plenty of categories which are kind of road car derivative, like especially your cup cars, GT4, GT3, TCR, that kind of stuff. Especially in the UK and Europe, those pop pretty hard. So you'll have automotive manufacturers like Ferrari, Porsche, Lamborghini, all that entering. So the extremely rich sixty-year-olds. How, oh, like, oh my god, I want to drive a Lambo on the track. I'm going to buy a Lambo Huracan GT3 Evo for a casual 600k euro, right? So, they, they, and then they can they can hire a, a driver coach, which would be someone like me with, like, at maximum a sponsor. 
um, coming in and like hopefully getting to drive alongside them in the endurance races, right? Because they need to learn from someone. I can teach them and I'll drive with them. Whereas here in India, there's pretty much only a single seater without wings. So similar to Formula Ford, but according to FIA classification, it's an F4 class. So Indian F4, we have two championships of those. Uh, and we have we have a Formula Renault equivalent, although that hasn't run in like a couple of years. Uh, actually, maybe it has run, but I I have no evidence of when it's running, like what's going on with that. So it's kind of it's kind of uh, obscure in that sense. And there is Formula Regional India, which was supposed to start in 2022. It didn't. It's supposed to start in 2023. It didn't. And other websites links aren't working. But allegedly, it's still India. a functional championship <laughs> that's going to happen. There's and there's now also Indian Racing League, which is, it's basically I guess supposed to be like Formula Regional India, except it's using uh, Wolf GBO8 cars rather than the standard international F4 car. Um, which is pretty interesting to watch. But to be I I don't watch it. It was pretty interesting to see it happen. Uh, I, I hope that's a springboard for further development in motorsport in India as we go on, but it wasn't a gigantic amount of stuff. It was basically like uh, uh, like the first cars to race on the Formula E, E-Pre, Hyderabad E-P circuit, E-Pre circuit, before the FE guys got here, like the week before. Um, that and the wingless Formula cars, they all raced the, the week before. So, and the taxi uh, drivers. Yeah, and the taxi drivers, although they, and the autos. Uh, uh, that is to say auto rickshaws, which I think you guys call tuk-tuks or whatever, but we call them auto rickshaws here. Um, the autos also managed to get around the track somehow. So, I mean, uh, that happened during the FE race weekend, so that's a separate thing. But basically, yeah, As and, and in terms of uh, touring cars, like non-formula cars, we only have uh, ITC, which is Indian touring cars. We have IJTC and like as in junior touring cars and senior touring cars, whatever, that doesn't really matter that much. And we have rallying, again, doesn't really matter that much. Uh, well, I'm going to focus on the circuit stuff because that's my that's my area of uh, interest, right? So in ITC, it's all like either cars which are completely stuck, like you can't modify them from the road going version, or cars which are like home modified, which is like hella illegal So in India. So there's no like modding culture as well, like there is in America. Like in yeah. Europe, for example, you pretty much just see people driving around mostly like 90% stock cars whereas like in america you'll see people almost building the entire car from ground zero right um it's so be- because there's furious. a lot less <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like fast and furious because it's a lot less a lot less stuff is legal in in mm. europe in the uk it's still a bit more open but in in europe it's not as much we need in to india do a it's fast extremely locked extremely lockdown there's nothing india you can't do anything so it's like only if you know you're committing to doing a whole season of itc then you start modding it and then you'll start mm. it's like it's too much but in any case that's still you doing it you're you on maybe if you can afford to hire a mechanic you can do that but uh, usually it's stock cars right mm. so there's no glamour there's no like uh ferrari is coming in there's no like bentley's racing around there's nothing nothing exciting for like old rich people to get into uh and there are plenty of old rich people definitely in the country yeah. that's that's not a doubt at all um but yeah, I mean that that is the main thing. So the people who are in racing are generally speaking the people who really like racing for whatever reason, right. whether they are good at it or not. They are there because they like it, not because they think it's cool. Uh, yeah. Whereas elsewhere in the world, you see a lot of people who are there because you think it's cool, and those are prime market to become teammates of yours because they can fund like ninety percent of the scene. <laughs> like that that that's the wow. that's the life hack for like mid twenties racing drivers. Um, but yeah, I cannot take advantage of the life hack here and. <laughs> Even worse than that, actually. Sorry, I'm going on this very long monologue. That's okay. You, no, no. I, I don't want to like cut you off from saying We're anything, here for that. <laughs> the uh, other thing about uh, motorsports in India is, if you look at India on a map, it's kind of large. Right? It's kind of gigantic. Um, but the geographical spanning of the motorsports areas 
in India is kind of like smaller than the one in the UK. And UK is the size of the state I currently live in. So you can imagine like, uh, the, the, I, I did a karting race relatively recently. It's been like a month or two now. Um, YouTube video of which is on my channel, guys. Please click the link in the description, oh, guys. Watch Thank it. you. Um, <laughs> but the, to do that kart race, that was the only reasonable four-stroke kart race I could take part in in India. And I had to go to Bangalore for that, which is a two and a half hour flight away. Like, that, that's my local race. So my local kart race is two and a half hour flight away. Like, that kind of Light. Thing. Emphasis flight. on like, the flight, I, I guys. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so yeah, it, this, all of it is encompassed between like Coimbatore, Chennai, Bangalore, and uh, slightly now Hyderabad, now that the motorsport culture has been like spawned over there. A little bit in Mumbai and Pune as well, but nowhere near as much. And anything north of like the half, middle half of India, aside from the Buddha International Circuit, which because of legal reasons and financial reasons, like to the landlords, pretty much doesn't get used except for like very obscure club events invite only club events um it's all in south india so if you're a north if you're a north indian like me i'm not north indian i was born in bangalore but i've lived yeah. in north india all my life um there's nothing you can do yeah you're stuck uh, so every every <laughs> single thing i do in racing in india you have to add on like 10k rupees which is some 100 pounds yeah. at minimum for the fl- uh, round trip flight going there and back <laughs> um so yeah it's not not, not very pleasant but um yeah, yeah that's basically how, that, that's that's my summarization of how, how nice. racing is in india hmm. i've realized we've not really talked about f1 yet and i know a lot of people no here we haven't but that's okay here for that's the okay. f1 more so, last lap yes, podcast guys last cool lap podcast. We are, I'm, it's a room and i'm cooling down yeah at the moment it's a room i'm i'm trying to warm up to be honest as if you can tell yeah, I've it's got currently my 28 and a half degrees on my room and it, about 40 outside so i don't know what it is I'm in definitely here to cool down. <laughs> it's not that but probably warm. a bit cooler probably a bit cooler than that slightly yeah cooler. this is the room that i go to cool down in because it's cool <laughs> oh let's go the um, coolest of rooms because you're pretty good at analyzing racing drivers right so i was wondering um, if we perhaps <laughs> like what they're good at yeah. So I was wondering if I pick a few F1 drivers and we kind of weigh up the pros and cons of the drivers. Okay. There's okay. been a couple of actually shout out, shout out guys. Shout There's out. been a couple of like channels who started doing exactly that. Oh and really? The, and I haven't done it personally myself purely because of the immense amount of arduous boring effort it takes to get all of the information required up. And this is one YouTuber, I think he's Russian or like a post-USSR country anyway, and he is called Trackdown. I think he has like 60 subscribers, but he is it's great content. He is clearly someone who understands track driving, which oh, wow. I do appreciate because I have found that is certainly lacking in, right. in, in the F1 community. We should try and get this so guy on our, definitely on our check, show check one day. their channel out. Yeah, we should definitely try <laughs> yes. and do that. Um, um, but yeah, how do we, yeah. Who do we start with? <laughs> I'm Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, oh my The main God. man of the moment. A championship leader, reigning champion. Oof, well, first of all, it. he's improved from when he first came into F1, hasn't definitely, he? Definitely, definitely. But then again, you got to remember, and like anyone in his position would improve, yeah, <laughs> given that yeah. he joined F1. At, like he signed for Terrasso at age sixteen. You know, what I, I feel mean? like with Verstappen, <laughs> like, we've seen kind of like a lot of, especially in terms of maturity, which again, his age has definitely shown that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also experience, you know. Yeah, he's he's driving a lot smarter now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And something that Absolutely. I didn't really notice before I became friends with you a few years ago was the whole like 
I guess risk versus reward thing and knowing yeah. when to pick your battles and yeah I feel and like battles are always going to be a losing fight that kind of thing yeah and He's I feel like way when... better at judging that yeah uh, over the last couple of years for sure yeah like in the past I feel like Max would go for every single battle like yeah, he, he would just go for it, it. <laughs> um and now like, uh, it like especially to incidents like um Brazil 2018 with Ocon, like he has way more to lose by going side by side through Senna S than Ocon did. So with a back marker, yeah, gonna, yeah, obviously Ocon's gonna try, but yeah. uh, he needs to note and not press the issue because he would have won that race if he didn't press the issue, right? Obviously, we can say Ocon shouldn't have done that. Yeah, sure, maybe he shouldn't, but like the the truth of the matter is, um, whether or not Ocon should have gone for the uh, unlap won't bring Max back into the race. He lost it either way. So it's yeah. it's on you to get keep yourself in the in the running and he didn't. So yeah. that is something he's gotten a lot better at as of yeah. late, for sure. Whereas now I would say Max is way more intelligent with his driving. Um for sure, he for sure. he Australia, I think, was a really good example of that. He chose mm. when to fight his battles. Um yeah. I think on all of the restarts we saw him very cautious. You know, he was he was fine to let the Mercedes of I think it's George Russell through, just knowing that he'd just get him back. Um, yeah, yeah. So rather than getting all tangled up in the same way we yeah, saw Yeah, because the thing is, the thing is, right, um, to those who are a bit new to racing, for example, or, or just haven't considered this topic, uh, it's easy to overlook um, when you're not actively <laughs> trying to drive at this. Uh, no, yeah, you no. probably get it because I, I, I rant so much to. Yeah, but before I knew you, it was something I never considered. Yeah, probably, probably wouldn't have. But the thing is, yeah. when, you're, when you're battling with someone, um, you're you're bleeding time like crazy. Both you and the other driver are losing such an insane amount of time. It 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 makes zero sense to fight a battle you don't know for sure you will win right now. Like the the going side by side for a half a lap, you lose like seconds. So like when um for example in karting, it happens very often that if you're in like P three four five and the top two have pulled away you'll specifically look at the drivers behind because in karting it's all open right you can just see hand gestures and stuff and point at your head and point forward saying like a point at your head i don't know why they chose that as the signal but pointing forward doesn't like look at those guys they're pulling away don't try and they're like let's big brain it let's big brain it we'll slipstream each other uh uh, each other up to the front and so that we have some time to all fight for the lead once we get there before the race comes. you know that kind of thing yeah the something uh a, a very important skill to learn in motorsport in f1 included any motorsport is not not like doing not getting hasty with your moves right because like i said even the driver in front might not even want to fight this battle Mm -hmm. like in in reality which also is another thing that gets manifested on tv where the commentators don't quite realize what's going on and someone is like okay i I shouldn't fight this right now it's going to be worse for both of us i'll get him later after the pit stops for example and it makes it look like an absolutely insane overtake because the guy didn't fight it you know like that kind of thing (laughs) because he doesn't need to fight it it's not all about the here and now yeah. The, there no, is exactly. still X number of laps left remaining in the race that you need to focus on. Yeah. And then I feel like that is something that's really fun to watch when you know it's happening. Like thinking yeah, about the bigger great. picture. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. adds a whole new level of racing. I've always said the more you get into racing, the more fun it gets. Yeah. So, yeah it really gives you more the yeah. more you ask for. To those of you who are listening right now who may be fairly new to racing or have come from Drive to Survive or something, 
buckle up because it's just going to get better from here. And yeah, there's so much more to see and learn. And the deeper into it you go, the better it gets. And that's and really just, inappropriate. Just know, just know. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna roll with the innuendo. It's okay. <laughs> but just remember, right? The most important thing to remember for you sitting at home who just got into motorsport from Drive to Survive, I assume. The the people who are going to be clowning on you about Drive to Survive being being a Drive to Survive fan and not having historical knowledge about the sport, they probably don't know anything either. That's what I've learned recently, not recently, yeah. over the past like couple of years. All they know is like stats sheets. Who who where did Didier Peroni finish in the 1991 Italian Grand Prix? Who cares, man? Like you can yeah. just Google that. Like that's yeah. It's more about an understanding thing, which will develop over time. No, and it's something exactly. that a lot of people, especially those kinds of elitists, don't even have themselves. Mm. So don't don't let yourself get put down by idiots online. Yeah, it's a great it's a great hobby. You know, motorsports is great. I love yeah. I love racing, guys, and I you like, can love racing as well. Just by yeah. just, just stick with it. You know, like don't don't get discouraged by idiots. Yeah, online. exactly. I've been watching F one basically since birth. I don't remember when my first race was, but I do remember races from about two thousand seven onwards. I have like vague memories of some of those. Um, you know, Lewis Hamilton with his little yellow helmet. Um. Anyway, so I've been watching F1 for quite some time, but it wasn't really until recently that I started to learn more about how the actual racing works. So yes, I've been watching F1 for what, 15 years, let's say. That's, that sounds crazy when I think about it. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't make Back me... Back in my day. That doesn't make me a better fan than like someone like you, for example, because I think you've, you yeah, got into it more recently, but you have such a yeah, deeper knowledge. Yeah, I started knowledge. In, in late uh, 2018, but I kind of became hyperfixed. And, and interestingly, actually, I got into it because of sim racing. Usually yes. motorsport fans are like, damn, this is sick, I should, I, I should play a racing game. And then they play more and more racing games until they get sucked into that rabbit hole <laughs> of buying $400 pedals and whatever. But like, for me, it was the other way around. My friends were into F1 in school, and I never really like got into it. But uh, the they were playing... Um, F1 2018, pirated, of course, at the time. Um, the statute of limitations has run out, so I can confess to my crimes. I did have a, they did have a pirated copy of it, and they sent me that pirated copy of F1 2018. And yeah, that that got me uh, into the concept of racing, because it was just so much fun, man. Like, I, I, I did a career mode, 0% AI, and I didn't even finish first. Um, but I still, like, it was really fun. Uh, yeah. And also, the, the whole, like, weekend format, what is FP1, when is Q1, Q2, all that kind of stuff, like, that was taught to me by the game. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I was always really into doing it myself as well as not just watching. Yeah. So in that sense, there's many different avenues to get into it as well, I think is what I'm trying to get at, which yeah. was not originally what I was trying to get at, but it works as a message. Yeah. Um, I, I have completely forgotten what I was trying to I know what I was going to try and say. What were you trying to say? Um, oh yeah, because I'm new. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. new. I only got in, in like like... What's fun is most people got into F1 after Drive to Survive started. I I got into F1 around the same time, but a couple of months before. <laughs> so I can say I'm an OG. I can discriminate yeah. against DDTS fans. Well. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to because the I'm thing not is, a like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I've been watching F1 for significantly longer than Neil, but that yeah. doesn't make me a better fan. And there's no way to exactly. be a better fan. But it doesn't mean that's, I it's can an just... It's an entirely made up like arbitrary yeah. thing. There's yeah, no exactly. such thing as a better or worse fan. Yeah. 
So it's oh, like, I can't just so... go putting down Neil or anyone else just because I might have happened to have well, found I mean, out can, about it earlier. Mean yeah, but there's no, there's no need to, you know? There's like, no there's we, Why would we gatekeep this amazing world yeah, of the racing? Yeah, the more people are into the more people we, yeah. we have watching the podcast guys leave and a you, subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? If people don't always understand something, like, don't shame them for it. It's great fun. Like, we we can teach people. No one came out of the womb understanding it. Like, yeah, no, actually, I'm sorry. I have to confess, you know, I came out the oh, were you I, I the was movie? Adrian That's Newey. Cool. I knew how to build an F1. Adrian <laughs> Newey? Oh my God. So who is Adrian Newey now then? Uh, he's me in disguise. Uh, it, have you ever seen me and Adrian Newey in a room together? I have not actually, but I have seen you in a building which, like both of you have been in the, a building. We have been in not a building. The same, not at the same time though. So that's yes. what I'm saying. That's how you got access to that building. Mm, mm, exactly. it's your office. You live, you mm, work there. My office. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's the thing. Like you you can't you can't tell someone that yeah, they can't yeah. be an F one fan or that they're invalid as an F one fan because fan Yeah, like you can be a casual. It's yeah. allow people to be a casual. It's yeah. It's not a like, time to be casual. Casuals casual are great because yeah, it's they are the ones who bring in the bulk of the money who allow yeah. <laughs> the, like if there were no casuals, man, F one would be so dead. In fact, yeah. any hobby would be so Can dead. Can you imagine if it was like casuals literally are just... where the money is? <laughs> Can you imagine if it was literally just F one nerds, like all being nerds about <laughs> F one, and that was it? And there was like the grandson oh full God. of people. Well, not half a quarter full of people like yeah, the maybe. people that bought the ticket and then they're there with like their notepads out like no because then th that, that's the exact thing right because if that were the situation in that hypothetical world there would yeah. not even be there would not even be a, a ticket you could buy because of how like it would just be like if you if you are mr formula one chase carey what, what is his name now stefano domenicali he will get a ticket and that's it like and his oh like family i guess yeah your helmet light there it like shone right at the the camera oh, like, my apologies. I, now this is my my other nerdy side coming out but i thought it was like a star wars lightsaber i saw this like bright blue and i was like oh my god he's got a lightsaber i got so excited for a second no it's just his visor <laughs> Aww, <what a laughs> disappointing shame. um but yeah exactly like it's so good to have casual fans because it's it's so exciting when you when you go somewhere and you're teach like you know F one <laughs> yeah and also just teaching someone about it yeah um, exactly and it also makes you appreciate the times when you have that kind of interaction it's like oh my god you know F one and they know a lot about F one yeah. like, that kind of thing that that feels like, cool ah! <laughs> um, but yeah I mean the, yeah. the the world needs casuals yeah and and also additionally a, a, a sort of a related point you are allowed to be cringe and still be a real fan. Let people be cringe, guys. I'm cringe. I think being cringe, you can be cringe a lot of the time. And honestly, I'm sure I have been cringe as well in the motorsport <laughs> world. But like, I've been cringe in life, obviously. We yeah. have. But I'm talking specifically in the motorsport community. I'm sure I've been cringe as well. The thing is, being cringe doesn't mean you have to become a bad person. Yes, yeah. like, you know what I mean? You Just treat people kindly, guys. I what feel do like you we've mean gone by being cringe? <laughs> See, the, we've gone on this exact rant like a couple of episodes ago as well, but it's it's yeah. so important. Like, it's so, so important. Well, by what I mean by being cringe is like just making an incredibly unfunny joke, having like a bad take or something like that. Like, the, the, the thing is, right, nothing what we say has any consequence to the motorsport world. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's an incredibly corrupt small political world where it's like people who are like, exchanging billions of euros here and there they're the ones whose words have impact you know ours don't really <laughs> like even though we may have like social media cloud and yeah. by we i mean uh, you and me as a collective because <laughs> i mean we, we individually have more success on different platforms yeah so 
even though we individually ha- we 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 have collective cloud our we words maybe mean like in the scheme of things 15,000 followers between us across all platforms. Yeah, but also uh, more importantly than that the views, no? Your TikTok yeah. views plus my real views plus my TikTok views. Yes, it's huge. kind of insane. It's kind of huge. it's kind of cracked, right? So that's the the that's the thing. So but even then, even then with uh, with any influence we can have yeah. is still nothing compared to like anyone in the FA. Exactly. You know that kind of thing. Even if they're not like involved in F1, they can get to know someone who does work in F1 and then get to know who makes the rules for this and that in F1 and they'll have the influence right yeah. it's not it's not us we're just we're just fans trying to uh, talk about what we like and what we don't like and mm. why that is and a lot of exactly. the times why that is especially with other fans because i i get insecure about it because i don't want to say anything wrong but a lot of fans will say what they like and dislike based on an understanding which is either incomplete or just entirely wrong and that's okay that's fine you can let them live you know what i mean yeah. like that that is what i call cringe it's when okay just, to like, make decisions based on vibes like yeah, it's and it's fine okay to be boldly wrong it it happens it's okay guys like i can, i'm boldly wrong sometimes i literally i posted a tiktok literally this morning as of recording yeah. this um and i it was a scale x trick at silverstone museum and i did that whole did 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 you know what i mean um yeah, yeah. and i boldly stated that there was a cart track in the middle of silverstone <laughs> i mean that's not even that far fetched of a it's thing not, but, but it's not there's this it's not though it's just a normal it track just, it's the it normal it's just straight up misinformation <laughs> me when i spread then, lies on and then like thing. 10 minutes later caitlin penny mean, shout out to craft circuit no what is it called uh, um, stove yeah. yeah so caitlin penny shout out to caitlin penny the goat the icon the legend we love her watch cool under with caitlin penny caitlin penny amazing yes um Caitlin Penny comes into my comments and is like, yeah, so that's actually not a cart track. And I was like, oh, no, she's right. I wasn't even like, oh, no, I was just like, it was um, oh. to quote Leclerc, like, I am stupid. It's <laughs> like, stupid. I've driven, like, I've gone on me in a track at Silverstone. I've driven past this little race track in the middle of the track. Um, yeah. I've seen like single seaters going around it it's not a cart track yeah it's not and i've no, seen where the cart track is because you pointed it out once there is an you? indoor cart track right next yeah to but indoor yeah yeah. In yeah so i was like hmm, okay that was really dumb yeah. of me <laughs> but it's, it's okay fine. but it happens, no? it happens you know yeah exactly and like no one's life is worse yeah. off because of it <laughs> and it's like you i can, i have like seven thousand followers on tiktok and i've just boldly sent that to all of them um yeah, and that's okay some of them will read it and be like that's true because they won't know any better yeah. some won't and it's fine you know it doesn't matter exactly exactly and it's like we all make mistakes even the very top people in f1 like we've seen f1 drivers say that lewis has eight world championships and i'm not going to go we've into that lewis one hamilton not to know who the team principal of alpha terry is and i feel like yeah. if he were an anon on twitter he'd been cooked to death he'd been be like oh my yeah. god all you the all you know is the hot guy drivers the hot incredibly sexy guy drivers that's all you're looking at uh, you don't even know the goat the goat my favorite character in f1 franz toss iconic <laughs> like yeah but it's lewis hamilton so you can get away with it yeah you know, like that kind of thing no but that's the it thing like it's fine to not know like things it's so yeah. ridiculous to know everything like you can't know everything about every yeah, single no track one no one does. yeah no one does you can do your research like you can make posts exactly. about it after exactly. doing your research or, or without doing your research if you need to like, yeah. <laughs> like i don't do a lot of research if i get interested in something you do of enough. course I'm, you do yeah enough. exactly i do enough like i don't just there talk about things 
um there are other podcasters out there <laughs> there is a certain other podcast there is a certain other formula podcast where they specifically go out of their way to not learn anything which i feel that is a bit over the line but yeah. you know anywhere before that yeah. it's all good guys yeah <laughs> exactly oh exactly and it's like it's fine to not know it's fine to not know guys it's and i want to validate everyone here who doesn't know because i i don't yeah, know a lot of the time that's you know when neil starts going off about his rpms and his helmet <laughs> sticky cam things i'm yeah. always like aha aha and, <laughs> and that's okay that doesn't make me okay, less of a fan why would she know that why would she know that she'd have yeah, well, absolutely zero reason to need to know that i've never um, driven a I, car i have a want to need to know that and she is my friend so therefore i like yeah. telling her things and now and i know that so now she knows exactly exactly um and that's another thing people are always like oh they know their their tech of f1 they're a real fan they know and it's like <laughs> they, know they know wheel is about like do i think a driver is good or not like <laughs> but they know wing i've, I've yeah. coined a new term they know wing they know wing <laughs> no, that's so annoying actually because like so many phrases from like that f1 community have literally just been nabbed straight from football like yeah the and they're not even community. good terms in like, football like they're not even all funny, knowledge like <laughs> oh, he does he know ball do you no, know, man, ball? know ball what is a ball <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm literally a caveman. Like, <laughs> haven't invented the wheel yet. Don't, don't quite know what a round object is. <laughs> Never he seen one before. Ball. Okay, okay. Here's a question. I know this one's been going around for quite a while. Are there more doors that's... or wheels in the world? No, that's a good question, and I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I saw there was guess. discourse about it, and I didn't. I just like I'm not getting into this. <laughs> I, it really <laughs> excites kind of me because it's like there are doors on like everything, and there are wheels on yeah, everything. Yeah, it really depends. Like your chair has get... wheels on it. Absolutely. It comes down to a, a, a definitions thing. What do you count as a door? And what do you count as a wheel? Because in, in reality, right? Like you said, my chair has wheels. This GoPro battery, it's a door. But does that count as a door? Or does only my room door and my balcony door count as a door? I don't know. Something that you it, pull to, to be able to enter something, I'd say. What about like cupboard doors? Yeah. Emphasis on door. No, because your hand enters it. Your hand enters. So yeah, but my hand, yeah. my hand enters this door as well, isn't it? It doesn't. Yeah, it does. What do you mean? Yeah, your <laughs> hand doesn't go does. into it. Yes, it does. Literally, it, it, the... it goes in. Look, look. Yeah, to get the battery out, you have to stick your hand in there and pull it out. Your like, finger look, goes in. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh where God. do you draw the line? At what counts as going in? Yeah, that's really in? interesting. I guess. Um, yeah. I'm still team. I think I'm team door. You don't even know. You don't even know which. No, team, I don't yeah. know. That's the thing. That's how cool she the debate is. Because like you she don't know. know I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> you don't have door knowledge. Ah. Uh, but no uh, door those, those who are the video listeners, the video watchers, even um, this is my handiwork after this entire podcast of me trying Hooray. to do this. Um, and I don't think it's come out very well. But in reality, That's I'm okay. sure it'll settle in. Uh, I hope it'll settle in. Mm. <laughs> um, so for those because... listening right now, he seems to have mounted some sort of thing on his yes, helmet. Yes, I put my GoPro base plate onto the... Like, I managed to mount it using that thing I was talking about earlier by cutting the strip of tape in half uh, so that it allows for the V of the helmet chin bar to slot in, but it hasn't worked very well. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping that it's worked well enough. That's all I, have an idea. Idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. We're so starved of racing, we've run out of things to talk about. But I have yeah. an idea. Pets. Duto. You Pets. know how I have a hamster called Coconut, right? You do have and before a hamster Coconut. Called... I had a hamster called Papaya. That is also um, true. And Papaya was obviously an F1 themed name. 
My question to you is, can you oh, think yeah, of any other F1 themed names? Or F1 related? Uh, steering wheel. Steering. <laughs> Dad, why am I called, uh, why is my sister called Rose? <laughs> because your mother loves roses. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. No problem, steering wheel. <laughs> like... Thank you, uh, 2009 Brun Grand Prix. BGPC01, <laughs> double, uh, double diffuser. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> I remember when I was trying to name my second hamster coconut. I did just settle on co- coconut in the end because I looked at her and she just looked like a coconut. She was she, she was like a bit nuts, fluffy. Yeah, she no, she is nuts. She was yeah, yeah, she yeah. Is No, but so you didn't nuts. know how nuts at the time. Right? Yeah, so. no, I did not know how nuts. But she's like black and white, but like a kind of like fluffy white, like very pure white, like the inside of a coconut. So it, it just oh, reminded me of. I was about to say, coconut. coconuts aren't black and white. They're not. They're not. No, they're but not. it's it's mainly the white part that's that reminds yeah, me. Yeah, that coconut. that does actually make. You know when you sense. get like desiccated coconut, that white stuff. Yeah, I I avoid. I'm South Indian, and also uh, I'm <laughs> mid on coconuts, so therefore I'm traumatized by the excess of coconuts. So I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. It's too much. For me. I, I'm a big coconut enjoyer. I love bounties. You know when people get those like tubs oh, of chocolate. Disgusting. Actually, disgusting. No, no, it's it's all good because like I think all of the ones you like from that tub of chocolate are the ones I don't, and vice versa. So Yay! it's like we can share them very effectively. Yeah, exactly. And it's great because like as a bounty enjoyer, I always get the free bounties. A bounty like, hunter. Exactly, exactly. So like when the tub of chocolates is being passed around, all the coconut chocolates are left till last. And because I'm the only Nasty. one that will eat them, like I remember when yeah. I was in school, my teacher would always have a load of bounties. Left. she'd be like lucy do you want them all i was like sure so i ended yeah, up with I mean, like six just because i was the only one willing to eat them while everyone else got like one or two so i was always like jackpot so <laughs> it was huge wins for me so i could get more chocolate because i love chocolate lovely racing yeah, chocks if you're fun. listening please, racing chocks, please, fun, so please. Us, send, send us two because we, there are two no there are many send us many hosts many boxes yeah. so, they're, so they're many, many hosts we need we'll eat one every episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i actually i tried a well. racing chalk um it was yes. so was good it? it was so good um yeah <laughs> it was, lovely I, I will not talk about racing chalks anymore because they're not sponsoring us um, yeah, 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 no, no free, no free. Yeah, clout no free clout. If you do want to sponsor us, though, yeah, well, uh, our name is in the name. Our name is in the name. Uh, that know, was a stupid here. sentence I just made up, but it looks is true because this is the Cool Dandy podcast with Lucy and me. So exactly. that is technically true. <laughs> we can even, you know, if we need to have the Coca Cola, Pepsi, cool down. Um, yeah, 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 that's the refreshments, refreshments partner or whatever. <laughs> if we need to, you know, when they like when big brands like name things. Oh, title sponsor! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We can be the if racing chucks cool down room. Go for the racing chucks cool down room. Brought to you that by racing so chucks. Yeah. Racing chocks, please. I love you, racing please, guys. chocks. Our, our email is available easily. It's, to it is. It's lastlaplucy at gmail.com. Please. It's Neil Bess Racing at gmail.com, guys. Please. please I, love I need sponsorship for racing also. Please yeah. give me money. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat a racing chock on track, guys. Think about how sick that would be. Yeah. That would be so amazing, guys. You know, I can just imagine you'd eat it and then like the camera flips and it's a transition. We can make like, a custom racing chock of me as a promotional thing. Oh my goodness. Because my helmet design is nice and simple. It's pretty reasonable to put one onto a yeah. chocolate right? no I mean, it's so funny we could probably just do that ourselves like we could get one yeah, and probably. then like just <laughs> paint Literally it just like, a, like a Maltese or something like yeah. that <laughs> 
No, oh, I want to do that hit when you're next. No, that's turn honestly up. that's like sixty percent of the reason why my helmet design is so simple. The other forty percent is because it's cheaper to get an easier one painted. Mm. But the uh, the rest of it is just like it's so simple that like you can literally draw it within five seconds on an Instagram story with your thumb yeah. in a bumpy car. Like you, you can get it done so quickly and easily. That really aids in the recognizability. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and it's 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 great, and it fits the suit nicely as well. Yeah, but I, I, I did. Uh, yeah, I I am very happy with how the mm. suit came out. The problem with this helmet, though, the one I currently have compared to my old one, which is the mm-hmm. one you'll see in my profile picture and all of the pictures uh, on any of my platforms at the moment, because I still haven't debuted this at a track where there was a professional photographer. Um, the the I the guy used the same paint in theory, but the purple it just it doesn't pop as much. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind it's kind of sad. Like it's not something anyone else will be able to tell, other it's, than people no, who have I been to I my room tell. because they can in person. No, but that's also because there's harsh lighting coming into ah, it. Right? It's one of those things where it's like you can only tell if you are someone who has IRL seen my room, on which both of the helmets are kept side by side, uh, in the same lighting, same everything else. So you can tell like that one is a lot more deeper, richer looking purple. Even though it's the same paint, like why, why? It's so sad. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Good fun. Good fun. Good fun indeed. <laughs> I was on. Oh yeah, when you're next here, we need to make um a Neil helmet cake. We need to yeah, get you know oh in you know when I made that chess cake that one time. Yes. <laughs> we need to basically. We need to what yeah. We need to make a cake. And then like cut a little bit out the maybe make it a three tier cake, cut a little bit out the middle to make it a helmet shape, and like cut a bit of the edges. You know what you always see on TikTok yeah. and they make it look really easy. I bet no, it's I not that not, easy. I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure I love cake video. videos. And then we can like color it the same colours as you. We could get like icing yeah. and like put it on. Now and the then... question is, I always think about this when I'm like trying to represent myself in terms of what is my helmet design. Should I show them the concept bell helmet that I drew? Or should I show them my actual current helmet? Because my actual current helmet it looks motorcycle you know what I mean? I so don't I, know. I, I had problems with that. That, that, that is an interesting uh, concept to ponder. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it can it have is. ponderation. It can. Pon- ponder. Leave your thoughts. Leave your thoughts you in leave the comments your thoughts. or in the Spotify Q&A if you do have any thoughts Can on you this tell matter, that we've gone a bit nuts do. without F1? <laughs> <laughs> Like We're so Vela. Like, what, what is that in what is Vela in English? Uh, I don't know. What is that? Uh, like extremely free. Like, wait, hold on. Uh, Vela. Yeah. <laughs> this is an. This is a very like Indian word. Hey, this is not giving me the correct stuff, huh? Um, idle. We're very idle. That's a good. Yeah, good we just hear like we. We have it feels like, we have nothing like, to do. It's like the last day of school when there's no work to do. And everyone no, but at least that one is fun because this. everyone wants to like hang out before we like uh, all like go our own ways for the summer or something like we're that. We're hanging out. We're hanging out, but that's only on this podcast. The the, mm. the rest of the break we're not we're not always we're not always recording a cool and room podcast, True. unfortunately. And we are kind True. of losing our minds and dying. True, we are. Not as much of... as the uh, parked cars in GB3, though, which roll onto the track on their own without driver input. Because the driver left it oh in neutral God. and getting out. Because I... obviously you would okay. muscle memory to put it into neutral yeah. after you crash. If, if, if you haven't seen that clip, go and look on my YouTube channel. I put a clip up of the GB3 Ooh, or car. Or on TikTok, where it has like some 100 million views or something. 1.8 million views. Let's go. Nuts. No, the problem on YouTube, no, there's this one crashes channel which got to it quicker and better quality. And that one popped off, I think. But on TikTok, you, you made it. You made yeah, it. Yeah, I was so first on good. TikTok. So. 
But it's a, it's not a crash. I don't want to post crashes, but I will post crazy near misses. No, I'm kidding. That's reasonable. <laughs> That's reasonable. I don't know. I just it was like, oh my god, because you know how I've been doing my GB3 promotional campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out GB3 here trying pro- to plug GB3, so I was like, this is a nice clip that's gonna get everyone watching. So I I posted it like GB3's kind of crazy. Everyone, come and watch this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll watch this, but they'll think about it. At least, yeah, exactly. It, it will give relevancy. Publicity is publicity, you know. Um, exactly. So I mean, not yeah. always, but in in this situation, probably yes. Yeah, it's just it's just like mm, GB3. These cars look just like F2 and F3 cars. I I could watch this when there's no racing on. This, yeah. They're at Silverstone next, by the way, in like a month, mm. less than a month now. And I'm that so sad because I'm busy on the day that I was gonna go, Bro. and now I'm busy. Well, I say now I'm busy. That. I've realized I'm busy. I'm actually going yeah. to Eurovision. <laughs> Yo, let's go. That's better, though. To be fair, I to be fair. To be yeah. fair. Let's be to, honest, guys. <laughs> Eurovision to, is a, a tier above. To great clarify, I am not going to the actual show. Like, I do not have tickets. As most British people will understand, there was a bit of a struggle to get the tickets. But I, I do have a hotel in Liverpool, and I'm going to stand that is around. That's the most encoded thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> exactly. And we've yeah, gone full Twitter. circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like a lap of Silverstone. Oh my god, guys. Yeah. No way. Just like a lap of Silverstone. We come across the line. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to soak up the vibe. I'm going to chill and I'm going to yeah. have a nice time and I'm going to meet some friends. Um, and we really have gone full circle. Liverpool. 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 Uh, how do you do? Liverpool. Oh, that was pretty close, actually. Okay, I was pretty close then. Yeah, I knew what you were trying to do. We love the I figured accent. you'd know, but like I don't know if I yeah, managed yeah, to no. do it. You, know you were great. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, we've gone full circle, actually, because one of the friends I'm hoping to meet in Liverpool is Jack, who actually works at the Silverstone Museum. Oh, um, is it the Jack that I met as well? Hi, Jack. Yeah, it's the Jack that you met. The Jack that I was chatting Lovely. with for a whole hour while I left oh you and attended it. That was insane, yeah. <laughs> no, Jack was also on the Scalex trip, so I got loads of time on it. He was so nice right. for that one. Um, so I was able to like ask him to just film me doing it. Yeah, um, that, that, that's, a, which was that's always a good thing. I, was, uh, I like, had a really hard time on the on the national finals of that karting race. I did. I just, finding people to film was hard, man. I couldn't get. I couldn't do it in the end. Yeah. No, it's so hard to ask. And then, like, please come to PFI with me, let's have Lucy in September. I would do my best for you, Neil. I would love to come and be your cameraman. I will. I will be there for the content. The footage of like you know that like candid footage of like there's like I'm just like like the vibes. You know, you can just hear the pit lane ambience and it's like I'm just putting my helmet and like sitting down in the vehicle and I'm not like commentating it. It's just that is immaculate. I could make such a reel for you as well. Like you remember when we went to Donington last year with Richard Morris and like. Like we yeah. made that. Um, that was a banger, honestly. honestly, honestly. <laughs> that should have that popped off way more than it did. That was yeah. No, I mean it's, it didn't pop off purely because it's like, who even knows? I mean, I'm okay. I don't mean this as an insult. If you're listening, Richard, I mean this in the sense of like in the world, in the universe as a whole. He's not an F1 Dunnington driver. Park, Donington Park, yeah, exactly. Donington Park is no longer an F1 circuit. Dishamaris is not an F1 driver, and that, that, so therefore people don't care. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like, automatically they don't care. Yeah. Even though, even though, like the revolution and all that, they were their testing was like very cool. I'm, I'm, it I'm a big fan. It was such a good car. It sounded very, very cool. So good. Yeah. So good. We love you, revolution. We love revolution. You so much, revolution. A1 500 horsepower. Um... 500 SC even. It's a supercharged edition oh my of the goodness. revolution A1. <laughs> it's a very wow. awesome car designed by uh, Phil Abbott. I want to yeah. say. <laughs> Phil Abbott. Um, of, of James fan. Abbott. <laughs> um, he's come out with another banger again. He he just does not miss. He never um, misses. 
let me drive the car guys <laughs> it's got to be done uh, um but yeah it's a very cool car unironically though it, it is a very cool car mm. so there we go there we go, there we go guys <laughs> how long has it even been since we, we started have, we have been at this for 50 minutes that's a that's a reasonable amount of time. Could, I was expecting we... you to say like four hours or something like that. <laughs> no, I was expecting it to be like you've been here for fifteen minutes, like with yeah. one five. And it's no, like we've <laughs> talked about enough topics that my mind is like, okay, we've 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 spent some time. Like I don't know how much. Yeah, there. Some... It's been fifty <laughs> minutes. I was I was just thinking if there was anything else I wanted to say, really. Um, yeah. Apparently there was IndyCar this weekend, and I missed. Yeah, it. there was. I would have watched a big incident between Pato and um. I want to say Scott Dixon. What happened? Um, Tell me the drama. Other just mad dive bomb, crazy oh. dive bomb. No penalty. <laughs> uh, and this fellow was first out of the race as a result. Oh dear. And there was like some discourse, although most of it was on the right side, saying that was just an insane dive bomb. He was nowhere near alongside. Yeah. Um, but technically. Because Pato is like F1 adjacent with McLaren and stuff like that, people are like partial to him. And he's Mexican, so obviously the primarily US-based IndyCar, those who are Mexican are like, oh my god, I love Pato Award, like that kind of thing, reasonably so. Um, So he has a lot of people on the other side of the argument saying, no, of course, uh, why are you not looking in your mirrors, bro? Like, he, like, as though Scott Dixon had any obligation to jump out of the way when someone four car lengths behind at the breaking point is like, oh dear. Uh, that kind of thing. Oh but dear. yeah, I, I, there was some discourse about it because he was like, oh, I'm not apologizing, all that, like some random stuff. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it happens in racing. Rubbing is racing, as they say in the North America. They do say that. I know Alex did and that they did certainly once. He did do that. He That's did. I've never forgotten. <laughs> Alex's one bozo moment that he did. <laughs> I mean, he's had a couple of bozo moments. He has, but, he um, has. That was yeah. his biggest who, one who in my hasn't? opinion. Realistically, who yeah. hasn't? If you haven't, then um, then what are you doing? Honestly, you, there are there are two kinds of people, right? There are people who have had bozo moments, and there are people with uh, who are in denial. You know, like they, yeah. <laughs> there are the, those are the only two kinds of people. I, okay. I'm not gonna say liars because I'm sure some people truly believe that they were in the right the whole time. What's your but favorite F1 no bozo else. moment? My favorite F1 Bozo moment. Hmm, that's a that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Favorite, like There's the best lot. Bozo moment. Yeah. There's a lot of good Bozo moments. Um, I really like. I know it's not an actual like driver's error, but like the whole um Mercedes pit stop shenanigan and yeah, that Hockenheim. was a that was a, that was actually a crazy Bozo moment. That's true. That's very true. Um, and the I whole like in 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 in. Oh yeah, that that I was That's thinking about Sakir, no, no. Sakir Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was no. thinking when they had like multiple. Like, no one involved I, had the right. I was players, thinking like... of Hockenheim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hockenheim, Hockenheim. So also. Hockenheim, Sakir, the oh wheel my God. Hockenheim, off. Sakir, and the other Hockenheim as well. Oh my lord, oh my lord. Um, in, 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 in. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I think uh, what Mercedes. else can be a big buzzer moment? Um, the... I know this one's not really, but like immediately when I. Say Bozo moment. I think of Leclerc. That one Baku qualifying. I am stupid. But like, yeah, that was that's a an moment. that's an endearing Bozo moment. Like, yeah, that, but uh, that was also in the scheme of things. Okay, in his career, pretty pretty defining. But in the scheme of things, kind of inconsequential because yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. He, he got himself up to best of the rest in um, uh, out of the midfield like immediately anyway, yeah. so it didn't matter. It's yeah. fine. He was on for pole, but like it's okay. And, and we love him anyway. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, him. it's okay. Please um, don't hurt me, Leclerc the... fans. Was <laughs> a moment could be like um, that's a you know that's a good question because there's so many like tiny ones which I I don't think mm-hmm. are worth like remembering in in the future. Yeah, but it's like I guess we're going really full circle. But Max Max and Ocon 
in Brazil. Yeah, Max and Ocon, for sure. That was a bit of a buzzer moment. Uh, I'm thinking like Nico Hulkenberg, Hockenheim 2019. That was a mm. huge one. That was a gigantic buzzer yeah. moment. Like, the, the, yeah, that was, that was a colossal bag fumbling. It's, one, it's up there with the greatest of all time of bag fumbles. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'll have to go for that one as my favorite. It was up mm. there. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any that I've forgotten. I don't think oh, uh, Ferrari Singapore 2008 with Felipe Massa, where they made the pit stop green light uh, come on without oh, taking the Oh, is this when he pulled the... F- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a buzzer moment as well. Yeah. Because there was no, like, reason for it. There was no gain to be had. Like, the other pit stop fueling incidents are, like, Jos Verstappen and all that, where, uh, I, I want to say Benetton, they removed the fuel fill restrictor to, like, fuel it up faster, and as a result, it splashed everywhere and everything caught fire. That's not a buzzer moment as much, because buzzer moment is, like, uh, in my mind, Bozo moment is defined as a like a race-defining incident which had absolutely no upsides. There were no positives to taking that risk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whereas in the Yosis happen thing, yeah, he would have a, he would have saved seconds of his pit stop, but he in- instead got flames. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But like Felipe Massa, the fueling was done in theory, right? They, there was no need to leave the pipe connected. Like <laughs> that was a bit silly. Uh, and, yeah. and I guess in the same vein, like Daniel Ricciardo, Monaco, twenty sixteen. Mm. Everyone involved was Where were the tires? Until, until they just didn't have the tires. Like, why? How do you do that? How does that happen? I don't actually even know how that happened. Because <laughs> the team were the one who called him in. How do they so all run out, like, like, without the tires? Like... Yeah, yeah, it's a bit strange. No, I think it's because they see the car coming and they're like, wait, wait, what? Like, that kind of thing. But it's like, <laughs> it must have been, like, communication issues. Because yeah, apparently the team called him in, not the other way around. So mm. it's like, yeah, I mean. There's one more that I was trying to think. I can't remember. But I there's guess too I'll, many like pit stop yeah. mistakes. To, like, I'll finish it's, off it's by so saying it's it's stop. it's not a bad thing for your driver to have a bozo moment. It's not. Yeah, literally everyone has. It's okay to admit it as well. Like no driver is perfect, and yeah. like we were saying earlier, like you've either had a bozo moment or you're in denial. Yeah, Everyone's and also done it. another important thing to remember is. The driver you support, if you do choose to support one specific driver and ride or die for them, yeah, it does not change anything about you. Whether they're quick, whether they're slow, none of them in F1 are Whether they're slow relative to their teammate, whether they're like yeah. championship winning, whether they're backmarkers, it doesn't yeah. matter. Man. If like, you just like it, them, it's fine. <laughs> you like that you can't. Saying like, oh, my driver is better than your driver. Okay, and like, why? Why should that matter? If that, yeah. even if that is true, if, even if it were quantifiable like that, why should that yeah. matter? Yeah, you exactly. know that kind of thing. It's like um, my driver is the winner in my heart. You know, <laughs> like, exactly. and, and, and that's what matters. In your heart, at least you, you like yeah. support them. You know, like he may be tootling around in last place or like yeah, second okay. to last. And you know what? I still have fun watching it's it. It's completely And that's okay. what matters. Yeah. You still get to see the car go around and yeah. the person you've decided to idolize is still the one in that yeah. car. And if as anything, it it's great supporting Wilson. someone who isn't like the absolute best driver yeah. because there's because less the, like when, hype around When they them. do well, it hits. It hits yeah. like crazy, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Because when they do well, everyone's behind them. And then when they do badly, yeah. no one really minds. Everyone's just like, whatever. Oh, well. Yeah, like, yeah, what I mean, a shame for them. Unless your name is Antonio Giovinazzi where they're like, oh, you didn't finish like P4 in an Alfa Romeo and instead finish P17 right next to your teammate. Die. Die immediately. <laughs> finish. Disappear from my side. I will never you know, forgive like... the treatment of Giovinazzi. We need to talk. Yeah, we need to do a deep dive, I think. On... We can do a deep dive on Giovinazzi and Antonio. also I think Joe as well can be tired. Yes. That's because really, yeah. a, a lot of the like Joe and Joyas exacerbated the Giovinazzi hate and vice versa, which is 
goofy as hell because I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, they can both have merits on their own. Yeah. So I guess um, what I'll say yeah, for that, that for sure. stay tuned because we will, tuned, we will make that, that happen if you want. And let us know what you do want to hear. Like, do you want to hear any deep dives on any specific drivers or situations? Do let us know. We love talking about racing, especially when there's something to talk about. Yeah, me too. But I would say now is a good time to finish. No, yeah, it definitely is. Especially on these non-racing weekends, man. Content is hard to come by. But at least today, uh, we talk about my GoPro and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe to... Yeah, or for for listening. And be sure to subscribe or follow me and Neil. Neil Basu Racing and last but least. Neil Basu Racing on all platforms. Uh, And if you are on Spotify, be sure to leave a five-star rating and maybe even answer the question that comes on underneath the uh, podcast because i think that'll do better for the algorithm of spotify but, but although i have no idea how that actually works who knows, um, who knows? and yeah no, just ring that notification bell guys just smash yeah. that notification bell so you never miss another yeah. episode from us guys yeah this has been last lovely senior investor racing for the cool and room podcast thank you so much for watching and or listening